Blog Talk Radio. Hello? C-Train, I can't not hear you. I hope you can hear me. I'll try to call back. I'm here. I'm here. Wait, wait, oh, wait. Oh, okay. So I, uh, I can do Granny's intro through here. The incomparable El Presidente of a few fan clubs, dearest. Uh, let's see here. Selena. No. Let's see here. That's music. Oh, yeah. Alexa Bliss, Oakland Raiders, New York Yankees, the I Hate Kansas City Chiefs fan club, and the I Hate no, Kansas City Royals. No, 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 no. train you got, you got it all wrong. I love the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't like Alexa Bliss or the Yankees or the Raiders. You got it all wrong. I mean, I love the you Kansas City the, Chiefs and Kansas City Royals. They arrested Casey Wolf for domestic abuse against his fiance. Oh, my. No, I had not heard that. It, I read it and thought it was fake, Granny, because I was like, wait a minute. Why is a mascot being arrested? They arrested him. And I says, well, I don't know what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs organization, but, boy, I tell you, every day they're making the Raiders look like angels. I tell you, we are such. Don't make us brush you with our angel wings now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It used to be the other way way around, folks, in the 90s. Boy, every time you think – 
the Raiders draft someone, they, well, en- Enrique Iglesias, or, yeah, not Enrique, Mr. Fluffy, the comedian, you know, he uh, he would say, boy, you know, one time Raiders said, I said, man, it's not, the Raiders won't fumble the ball every year. We could be like 12 and 4, 13 and 3. So goes, I said it among the run crowd. You know what happened? They slammed me up against I'm afraid to ask. Five minutes, he goes, five minutes later, they fumbled me. Oh. But, uh, you know, not Enrique Iglesias, holy shit. No, 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 no. Um, here's, here's the thing. I watch SmackDown Live, and I'm seeing Boy Granny, they keep upping the ante by making the show more edgier and more edgier. And by edgier, I mean... Let's see, Big E got attacked. Oh, Kofi Kingston. Wait, folks, I'm not doing this right. Uh, for those of you who tuned into our shows before, we're going to start off with a SmackDown Live review and then get into AEW, I promise, like the title says. So bear with me, folks. SmackDown Live <coughs> review in a set. You get... Any of SmackDown Live by chance? Yes, I did. <clears throat> I did. Let's see. Okay. I, uh, holy cow. Let's see. It opened Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, talking about how Big E could be healthy again. Um, well, Big E, uh, Becky Lynch's mother, holy crap. Okay, moving forward. So, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn said, Granny, that Big E and the rest of New Day would not be having a good night. And then um, Big E was taken out backstage by none other than Kevin Owens. Um, Let's see. Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. That was a definite interesting moment. And the the interviewer said, do you have any reason for your attack on the WWE champion, the world heavyweight champion, Kofi Kingston? He said, matter of fact, I'll tell them why. So he explained, there's no doubt about it, that Kofi has talent, but it should have been me. I knew, Granny, we hadn't seen Dolph Ziggler in how long? Almost three months. At least. At least. And I'm going to say what I told my friend last night. I think 
the WWE, and like I said, I don't have anything to do with their front office, and I don't know what they did to convince him to stay. But something must have gone awry because a lot of people were suspecting that he was going to leave for AEW or New Japan or wherever. And he ended up staying, folks. I don't know what the due process was of getting Dolph back, but hey, I'm all for it. He came back, and he came back with a bang. Let's just say, you know, he's been there a little longer than Kofi, maybe by two years, give or take. He was in developmental in 2005, and granny, boy, I remember him as a cheerleader in Spirit Squad. Yep. So, I mean, there is that. Okay, so Dolph Ziggler challenged him in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, after he attacked him. Oh, yeah, the 24-7 championship. R-Truth was dressed like Carmella. Holy crap. I don't know. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I go, my God, is that that is? It looks like uh, our truth. At first, I thought, when did Naomi dye her hair blonde? It was bad. It was bad. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure either. But um, let's see here. It's funny, uh, the whole, like, SmackDown Live roster come out of the locker room, Granny. They chased after him. They went into the parking lot. He somehow got away. I don't know how, but he did. And then... Carmella helped him. (laughs) Yeah, Carmella helped him get out, folks. And, um... Of course. Okay, so... You know what? This is... Roman Reigns is now feuding with Shane. Shane... An attention whore is what the fans just asked me. I don't know, dude. I just I just have the famous line like Granny does or anyone that works for Wrestle Radio Network. I just work here. Okay. I don't know what they're doing in the inner workings of the feud. I you know, you've been asking me questions all week. I finally get to you. Um it's nice meeting you, Kevin. But your questions are nice, but very lengthy, dude. I love you to pieces, and thank you for listening to my show, but let me answer that question nicely. I believe the correct answer is whatever creative decides to do with that feud, then fine. But uh, moving forward, Roman Reigns beat Elias, and McIntyre came in and with a kick. <laughs> the Claymore kick looks like his pants got stuck, and he just kicks his leg. It's a beautiful move. I give it that. But he attacks him after the fact that Roman Reigns had to fight one on three. So now Shane is having people fight his battles for him, which makes sense because McMahon's never fight fair. Let's just face it. Um, I mean, yeah, I thought that was funny when Miz kind of said, "Oh, you yeah, got somebody fighting your battles for you now, huh?" <laughs> it's true. I mean, Granny. I mean, look at Shane. He's a shell of the man he used to be. And I mean, Shane used to go through glass. He's landed off the Tron on Too Big Show before. Um, he's fought many of the boys in the back. It's just... Hang on a second.
Anyways, so moving forward. Um, I think it's going to be interesting because Shane is not well-liked by several men. And now McIntyre has joined ranks, and it's funny because all the announcers say, it's interesting what money can get you. Oh, yeah. And I... I I do like one of those guys. It's the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, but that's for a different reason. Uh, he was great manager back then, but Shane, it just, I'm going to say this nicely. You know, a lot of fans have chanted, please retire at you. They are saying that for a very good reason or reasons. I think it's because I don't want to see Shane wrestle anymore unless he's getting his butt kicked. And he gets his butt kicked, Granny, but at Money in the Bank, he falls out of his shirt. Give me a break. I know. I mean, you talk about a cheap way, cheap way, a cheap shot of winning. I mean, you just fall out of your shirt. I mean. Uh, Especially in a cage match where you know the rules are you must have both feet hit the floor. Well, you know what? I think they got a reaction, all right. And he, you know, Shane's a good person outside the ring. But personally, dude, please just stop. You're going to eventually wrestle and then pass in the ring, and that's not a good thing. You got kids, and you should consider, you know, if you would love what you, you know, wrestling's addicting, trust me. Ask, ask me, ask Kurt, ask any wrestler. They stay away from it. There's just an itch to go back to it. And I think Shane is a good guy. I've met him in person a few times. But please retire, dude. Just out of pure curiosity, what what is making you stay in the business? Is it to help put your dad along? Is it to help family, you know, family uh, family business along? Because if so, dude, you can easily retire. You made so much money; it's not even funny. So, anyway, okay, so moving forward, you've got Bailey and Becky Lynch going, you know, toe-to-toe with Charlotte and Lacey Evans. Oh, Granny, I was so happy, so, so happy to see Bailey victorious over Charlotte. That's funny. Charlotte's on a losing streak. Well, she was on a, she was on a brief, uh, Ow, that burned the fuck out of me. Jesus Christ. My charger just burned the crap out of me, folks. My bad for the curse words that were just said. Can you still hear me, Granny? Yeah, I can. Yep, I can still I'm sorry, hear you. folks. I apologize. That Sounds like we're having some technical difficulties tonight, fans. Yeah, I got burned on the chest. That's not good. Because that was weird because I heard the music and all of a sudden I didn't hear nothing. And that's why I called back in and I heard unmuted, but I still couldn't hear anything. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? I must have had, a, I must have had it on mute, but ow, son of a backside. Whoa-wee. Sorry, folks. Got burned in the chest by my own phone charger. Ow. Not shitting you. That just happened. 
So <sighs> moving forward, aside from talking about personal differences, I'm happy that Bailey and Charlotte were victorious. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> okay. All right. Moving on. Oh, he defeated Andrade. Okay, that's not nothing new. Okay. So. I was glad he beat him. I... I really was. I was glad Ollie ended up winning that match. Oh, yeah, me too, Granny, because uh, <laughs> I think that. Uh, well, Selena likes to interfere, Selena Vega. But uh, I got to tell you, every time that she tries to interfere, it almost always backfires. Never once have you seen a successful one. Maybe once, and that was Finn Balor. Let's see. He was supposed to win, Granny. That's what it could have, should have is the theory we all hear ringing. But uh, so that wraps up the SmackDown Live review. So AEW <coughs> is having their very first, well, not their first event. It's uh, an event that's probably going to be talked about all over wrestling. It's on pay per view, and it is going to be from the MGM Grand Hotel. In Las Vegas, Nevada, and over twelve thousand seats, Granny, in the span of four minutes flat. Wow! They were sold. Yeah, and That's amazing. to me, they haven't. You know, they're not even televised yet. The keywords yet. So. <laughs> What I'm going to tell you guys is it's not just the seat totals that sell. It's They're already selling merchandise off the racks. It's unreal. Um, they already have their website set up. They're affiliated with TNT. And some people are joking around that they're WCW all, you know, 2.0. Well, fans, look. I've said it again. WCW was completely different. They were led by Sting. And Hogan, and Hall, and Nash, and a whole bunch of old WWE discards. Wow. What makes AEW different than WCW is what you're asking me, dude? Okay, how about the fact that another Rhodes is taking on the responsibility of being front office? No, it's the fact that Maybe they're going to make WWE's product try to get better because so far, Granny, I mean, WWE is getting to the point where fans are going, wow, I've never seen this kind of intensity on TV before. You and I and Icon and Swing are like, hmm, just like the good old days. Like, uh, you know, like Big E getting attacked in the back or... Kofi getting attacked with a chair and a chair on the throne and Dolph Ziggler not relenting. Stuff like that used to happen back in 
Back in the days, man, they used to be intense on screen, off screen, didn't matter. Uh, the women are getting their hands dirty. Everybody's trying to pull their weight. Why? They won't tell you that there's competition. And, you know, it's always. I always say it's always good to have competition because you won't fall asleep watching Boring Corbin. I know I do. I bet you on Monday Night Raw, Kansas City's favorite son. I don't know, Granny, which is worse. Is it favorite son? Or is it best in the world? (laughs) Oh, my God. What a selection. I mean, you have one that bores you to tears. You have one that can barely fuck walk. No offense, dude, but... You want to be best in the world because you hear CM Punk chants, and he goes, not even close. You acknowledged him. And, Granny, some people bring it to the gym. What about CM Punk? He even on one interview said, what do you what do you think's going good? And he's not bad-mouthing it as much. But he goes, do you think the Shane McMahon best in the world is a cheap shot at you or is it a plug at you to get you going? He goes, I believe it is, but they're in denial. They know that it's towards me, he goes, but that makes it all the more better. <laughs> Imagine that if uh, CM Punk actually returned, folks, and everyone talks about if he returns, if he returns. He said he wants nothing to do with WWE. That's his own choice. But if he was to return, I can only imagine. So, you think you're best in the world. Okay, then. That would be an epic confrontation, to say the least, between Shane and Punk. And I know fans are saying, why would we want to see Shane McMahon versus CM Punk? Oh, just for the shits and giggles of it. I actually like that question. Would we want to see Shane McMahon get his ass kicked by CM Punk? I don't care if it was yes. one swaggle. <laughs> anybody anybody can beat him. Anybody. I don't care who it is. Anybody. Hell, if it were Tommy Dreamer, if it were um, Tatanka, I don't care. I'm pulling names out of the hat. That's how bad this is. But Miz, I would love to see Tommy Dreamer beat Shane McMahon. Maybe Tommy yeah, Dreamer yeah, needs to nice. use my cane. <laughs> no, Granny, we'll put we'll put some uh, metal balls at the end of it and say that's for good luck. And if uh, Shane gets uh, two black eyes or, you know, uh, hurt shoulder, we'll just say, Granny did it. And she's going to put her hands up and say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, That's you know, right. I'm, I'm, granny, is, granny is innocent. I'd say so in that moment, folks, because, you know, uh, old lady's cane or cane and assisted cane is not supposed to be used on another human being. But in Tommy Dreamer's case, if he bends it like a twig on Shane McMahon's back, I think it's put being put to good use. Well, and see, with the case that Tommy Dreamer used my one cane against Matt Riviera back in 2013 at the last TCW show, it was one of those kind of canes that fold up. So when he started swinging it after he used it on Matt the first time, it looked like he broke it. 
And everybody in the building just absolutely went crazy because they thought he broke Granny's cane. And then he came around and tucked the handle under Matt's tights and made him and pulled up on it and made him hop like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> I mean, you know, I and and of course Brian Thompson, you know, was like Granny, Granny, what do you think you're doing? This isn't fans. Bring your own weapons match. I'm sorry, Tommy Dreamer. I was standing up taking pictures. He took it out of my hand, betrayed. What was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to tell Tommy Dreamer no? I don't think so. I'm not stupid enough to tell Tommy Dreamer no. I'm sorry, Tommy. You can't have my cane. Tommy wants my cane. Hey, he took it right out of Granny's hand. There's nothing I can do about that. You know? So. I, um. I just hope that some way, shape, or form, you know, when some people say just wait, just be patient. <sighs> okay, breathe, Brian, breathe is all I say to myself when I see. <laughs> breathe, breathe, breathe. Like, we don't want you hyperventilating, yeah, B-Train. Well, you know, Lesnar kind of, I need an oxygen tank and a half when it comes to watching Lesnar because that walrus that stands and says, you know, I'll give credit where credit is due. You did run ECW, and I did watch you as a kid, and my uncle did make your title belt, sir, from Kings of Prussia Mall, because Paul Heyman is one of those cheap bastards that is, you know, respected among the whole world in professional wrestling because he lets people get, you know, let loose. However... When Suplex Cyclone arrives on the scene one of these days, sir, you will see firsthand why they say the saying as the saying goes. Storms, normal storms can, you know, the next day you can recover. But Cyclone, they leave destruction and they don't show any mercy to people's houses, to people in general, cars, it doesn't matter. When Kurt Cannon gets to World Wrestling Entertainment or face to face with <laughs> that you, will be you. the day that I will love to see is when that happens. Let me tell you, sir, you will not hold another reigning, you will not manage, you will not hype up another reigning, defending, so called Universal WWE Heavyweight Champion because your client never shows up for work. Therefore, That's right. he should re- he should relinquish the briefcase because they're making him show up. He's not going on his own accord, Mr. Hammond. <laughs> he is by far the worst wrestler in history. As far as athleticism goes, doesn't matter. We're not measuring muscle mass, and we sure as hell do not want to measure his brain or hear him squeal like a little thirteen-year-old prepubescent child when he. Uh, I mean, is he was hyped. he was sitting there. He was sitting there on top of the ladder, laughing after he got the belt. I did not find that the least bit humorous. And I said it yesterday, and I'm going to say it again. Mr. Lesnar, 
We want you to be like a tree, and we want you to leave. No more Mr. Lesnar in WWE. You need to go back to wherever you came from, whoever may want you out there in the sporting world. Please, you need to go away. The fans do not want to see you. WWE, please listen to us fans. We do not want Brock Lesnar there at WWE. You're saying you want to give us what we want? Then please listen to us. We do not want Mr. Lesnar there at WWE. He is a jerk. He is obnoxious. And I'm trying to be very, very nice about what I'm saying because Granny does not like to use bad words. But you make me mad enough, WWE, and then I might start to use some bad words. And I don't want to do that because I don't like using bad words. See, you know, now everybody's trying to say, make it about themselves, like uh, old Mr. Ziggler or Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn are now a tag team. Okay, I'm confused. I get that I'm not confused as far as business mode is into. We have to make it better. Make it better as in, okay, we shouldn't focus on Lesnar the whole time. Or are you trying to say, we just want to give you guys something to discuss amongst yourselves so we can hear the bullshit that comes out of your mouth? It's not bullshit when... Facts are facts. He only he, he only showed up a grand total of twelve times in twenty eighteen. Out of those twelve times did he defend his championship, but only five or six times because he was scheduled to show up for a face to face with Roman Reigns, if we all remember. He didn't show up. And we were expecting him not to show up on the Monday after Money in the Bank, but see, he picks these spots, folks. He knows that he'll get paid more salary, more net worth, and if he sells shirts, which I think those numbers may or may not decline, I don't care. I I just find it amusing how people say we can't talk about certain things because we're bitching and crying. I don't think so. If we wanted to cry, that would only be too easy. We've we've suffered long enough. Can you guys stop? Stop making Granny and I just feel like, well, it's here we go again. We have to endure the crap that is Brock Lesnar. I, you know, I, I respect Paul Heyman. As a fellow manager or hype man or whatever you call him, I respect that he owned the company that I grew up watching, but I do not respect the man that he sits behind and uses as his meal ticket. Nope, I don't either. That's the honest-to-God truth, and... You you want us to get behind Lesnar. Okay, then how about you teach him how to work in the ring? How about you teach him, you know, the importance of attendance? Because it sure as hell is not 
And how about some shit. mic skills along with that big train? Yeah, Lesnar trying to talk is about as entertaining. Oh, I don't know. It's about as entertaining as watching preseason football. I mean, you don't. You well, see you know what my football. you know what my son you know what Anthony says to me, B train, when we're having a discussion. And it's not necessarily an argument, but he says, talking to you sometimes is like like watching paint dry. It gets very boring. He said that to me before. Now, I'm sure he said that all in good fun, which is fine and dandy. But waiting for Brock Lesnar to, to talk on a microphone or to just do anything, period, that that would be the same concept. Watching, you know, like watching paint dry, it gets very boring. It, it's a process of just like, how do I put this? Watching Brock Lesnar is like watching the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, okay? Because you know that. Every time New England goes out, you, we, the general viewing public, non-Patriots fans, will feel that there's going to be something awry when he, Tom Brady, goes out on the field and begins to play the game and certain penalties get called when, you know, they shouldn't be. Just like, you know, I parallel Lesnar and Thanos. Thanos snaps his finger. Your favorite Avenger is no more. How how is Thanos and Lesnar the same? Hmm. You already know what's going to happen when they step foot. When one steps foot on the screen, you know he's a mythical creature who can basically snap his fingers by using the Gauntlet Infinity Stone or Fist Jack or whatever, the glove. When he snaps it, he uses an element to kill someone. With Lesnar, he just kills us with him being there. That's what he does. So, again, I know I was supposed to discuss AEW. I think I discussed most of that yesterday. Um, They are having a women's tag team match. They are having a lightweight championship match. They are having brother versus brother, Dustin Rhodes versus Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho part four. Granny, I think Jericho, <clears throat> his ego got a little bit bigger. Just a smidgen. Warning all of AEW talent saying, back off, I'm the man he- around here. Please take notes if you'd like to be like me. Yeah. Typical Chris Jericho, he's not changed, folks. He just keeps getting more interesting and more interesting each time you turn on the freaking TV. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I you know Aja Kong. I haven't heard that name in forever, and she's wrestling in AEW. Sai, <sighs> okay. There. If you have, if you want to catch AEW on pay per view, there's a link on their website. You can go to AEW Wrestling, search it in Google. It'll tell you how you can watch the pay per view, stream it, do whatever you want to do. But, um, you know, back on the Lesnar subject, god damn, man. 
like I said, it's horrible of me to ask someone or ask anybody, can you please accidentally injure Mr. Lesnar so that he cannot compete? And therefore, the briefcase will be relinquished. And if you keep it with him, that is the biggest slap to the fans in the face ever. I think the participants from this year's Money in the Bank ladder match should get a second chance of redemption for that briefcase. If I were in charge, which I'm not, but that is what I would make as a match. But this time... You know, all the participants that would add, well, let's say Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, two from Raw and two from SmackDown Live. So who should I add from Monday Night Raw? Mm. Gee, I don't know. But uh, I believe... And the power of karma. Please bite Lesnar. I believe in the power of it. So please bite Lesnar on the ass. It'd be great. Because fans don't want him. We don't want to see him. We don't want to hear about him, read about him. But unfortunately, you guys made you guys is uncreative. You made us do it again. And I think that's just as bad as if Grammy and I have to, or everyone has to endure boring Corbin. Don't know. I mean, I admire the fact that Kofi Kingston tried to walk out on his own power last night. Bless his heart. I really felt sorry for Kofi last night. I mean, that was just totally uncalled for. Dolph, you're you're acting like a big, whiny, spoiled brat baby. Shame on you. It's not about you, Dolph Ziggler. It's not about you at all. But you're trying to make it about you. You're trying to throw your weight around. You've been gone for three months. You had no right doing what you did to our champion. Please, you know, Kofi Kingston should know that there's a target on his back. But at the same token... Everyone seems to be attacking everyone from behind nowadays. It's like, hmm, okay, well, that's to be expected. You know, they say, what do you expect them to do? Just do it in broad daylight, then they wouldn't have appeal. Well, yeah, okay, dude, I get that. You know, I am. I've been on the other side of the spectrum. I don't know everything, but I do know. Okay, just so we're clear. I really would like to address. The issue that is, you know, Dolph Ziggler, and that is, um, if you find an opportunity, you take it. But in the same token, where were you three months? You could have been involved in the match between Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. I mean, there was plenty of time for you to get off your butt, stop your crying, and uh, oh, sign a contract because numbers mean numbers, right? So you just in it to uh, get that mucho dinero. I don't, I don't blame you. Money is money, and you know you deserve a right to be in the spotlight. But dude, who can say people forgot about you? You were the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, you had great feuds with the Miz. 
let's see what else. You know, circumstances be circumstances. You can't with them all. If you really want to beat Kofi, then I'd say, you know, your best bet, I guess, is Jetta Saudi Arabia, which you already laid down the gauntlet. But, Annie, I, I don't know. There's Kevin Owens is now realigning himself with Sami Zayn. So we might see, and I said might, we might see a new champion by the end of June. We might see... Uh, Very possible. I don't know. I mean, because Kofi's hurt. So, New Day, you know, they're not as strong without Big E. They said that he would return this, that, the other. But another report that said he would not return until uh, 2020 or 2021. So, I don't know. There's a lot of conflict of interest when it comes to... The New Day, Dolph Ziggler, Brock Lesnar, The Miz, Shane, Roman Reigns. It's just one big chaotic mess. <clears throat> they might as well, Granny, just combine the rosters. Because I don't see the point in uh, keeping it, you know, saying it's the wild card rule. Just combine the freaking rosters, dudes. If you guys just want to say people can come to both shows because you guys are losing ratings, then just outright have Raw and SmackDown talent combined, have the travel schedules be the same, and voila, problem solved. But instead, you guys, what's the point? Of, also, Granny, like, what was the point of having the superstar shakeup if you were just going to combine the same group of talent on both shows and then say, well, no, only some stars are exclusive. Okay, so Kofi's exclusive to SmackDown, yet he shows up on Raw. Seth is exclusive to Raw, yet he has shown up on SmackDown. There's a lot of confusion. A lot. Well, don't you think, B. Trey, though, in all reality, with AEW getting ready to start running soon, I mean... Don't you think that maybe that's where the WWE might be heading is just because let's face it, you know, they're talking about having AEW on TNT on Tuesday nights. I haven't heard a time yet. I mean, but, you know, SmackDown runs from 7 until 9 o'clock. You know, I, I mean, wouldn't it just be feasible just to have SmackDown and Raw on the same on the same show. I mean, in all reality, I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, yes. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that 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 would be a bad idea. I just feel like you know, just fucking WWE has that habit of doing certain things. And that is concealing the fact that ratings have dropped immensely. They're at like a 2.1 for Monday Night Raw, which is barely above water. They are at a whopping 1.9, which is under the amount you're supposed to have. So, I think I think you're correct. They do need to find an answer to AEW. The sad part is they did not present their case, you know, with NXT. NXT is doing fine. 
They're not presenting their case well on the main roster is what I should say. The Viking Raiders, really? You couldn't come up with the War Raiders? That was their original name in NXT. Okay, aside from name gripe, uh, name griping, uh, there's several talents that has not been used. Like Heavy Machinery, like... Okay, now he calls himself Robert Rude, but he was just... That's the problem. That's why no one from AEW's side wanted to jump ship and say, hey, maybe they do have a good deal going. Otherwise, guys, you would have seen Tessa Blanchard in NXT or NXT UK. You would have seen a lot of names like Kenny Omega, maybe even Chris Jericho, but shit hit the fan with Jericho, and let's just be honest. And I mean this in the sincerest of ways. They took the time. WWE took the time to take him off their signature, their intro. That's fine. They're their own company. It's not just about taking people off the signature. It's about to become a war, ladies and gentlemen. You think that WWE is not going to get off their ass and start doing different things and booking their matches differently again? Think again. So, that being said, folks, <clears throat> until Monday, I want you know I want you all to know. Have a happy Memorial Day. Take care of yourselves. Do not be stupid. And uh, well, that'll do it for the Wednesday edition of Off the Rails Uncensored Grammy. Thank you so much for joining. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, and I got three choice words for you. Forget about it, and Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Toodles, bitches. We got to eat dinner. Have a nice Memorial Day. Happy spring. Whatever. Good night. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yeah.